Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. With Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. I will tell you this, though. I am on the Matt Zucre bandwagon. Oh, my I've, God. And there's, <laughs> there was no, there's no room on it because it's all Amy's bags on there. <laughs> I told you. It's like uh, every, every, the bandwagon comes by and you, you want to get on it and it's all the signs. It's like reserved for Amy Sugarman. Thank you. Yeah, Sugar. because there's no space. I know. I sometimes I wonder if I'm Team Logan or if I'm Team Matt Zucre. You're Team Matt Zucre. You're you're Team. We're Team Matt Zucre, right? I agree. Tara was in the room. I mean, I was like, (laughs) cuddle. He's a darling boy. Yeah, he is so darling. Do you know what he is, Tara? What you know? My impressions of him, and I haven't seen him in all these years. And he comes in and he is such a, you know, to coin a term, a mensch. Yeah. He is a grounded, solid, humble, 
totally courteous, yeah, self-deprecating. Um, have I said humble? We also like to say aging like a fine wine because he looks mm-hmm. exactly the same. I googled how old he was and I had no idea. I was like, I thought he was like in his like thirties. What is he forty? Mm. He's forty-five. He's forty-five. Yeah, he's 45? he's yeah I googled no. it because I was curious and I was like, I "There's no way." Believe that. But I can't he is that. just like he lights up a room when he walks into a room. Like he lights but up he, a whole but room. But the thing is, he doesn't try. No, not at all. It's not about ego. It's just like it's just who he is in his essence. You know? Yeah. Oh God, I just I loved interviewing him. He is just such a fantastic guy. I told guy. you all. And I, you, you know, and I tweeted out this, you know, and I'm, I, I finally got to see the ending of uh, No Time to Die on the airplane. Oh, is that the <laughs> Bond movie? The <laughs> Bond movie, yeah. And uh, I, f- I finally saw the end of it. Kind of wish I hadn't seen the end of it. But oh, no. um, uh, I, I did love the ending when, you know, I liked how he went down and it was very emotional, the whole thing. But leading up to that, I wasn't so crazy about it. Um, but the first two and a half hours of that movie were superb. Su- superb. Anyway... I thought, you know, he's Matt's got some qualities uh, that are very similar to Daniel Craig. There, there's a grounded yeah, kind of- Yeah, that's not a totally weird- I, I couldn't figure out where you were going with that. I was like, what happened? But yeah, that's not that you're- Yeah. Right. But Matt looks capable of handling any bad guys, any situation, any physical situation. And we know he's got the acting chops, totally. right? We know he can do that part of it, but he draws you in. And that's Combi- what's yes. so fascinating about it. He does draw you in. That's why I love how Tara described it. He lights up a room. And he mm-hmm. really does. And y'all should watch The Resident because he is oh, a the best. legit badass. He is yeah. a freaking, like, doctor. I think he's like an army vet. Or yeah, he, he I definitely was like Amy. in the with his tattoos. I thought those tattoos. I was like, are they real or are they fake? I'm pretty sure they're fake. Well, also his outfit that he was wearing at the convention you guys were at was yeah. totally like what he wears on the resident. I was like, tight, oh my god, tight black shirt. Yeah, he just is. Uh, <laughs> I will say there was a, a moment, charming stud. There was a moment. Um, Scott asked me if I could ask Matt for like another interview because we ha- we got him for like a little bit with like you know all the guys. And then, you know, we wanted to get another one, just one-on-one. And I was like, oh, my God, how do I go up to him? How do I go up to him? And he was just, like, standing. He was just standing around. I was like, hi. And, like, I went up to him. And I was like, you know, I want to know if you have, like, 10 minutes. He's like, of course, as long as you want. Like, I'll do it no matter what. And then he he went to go do meet and greets at the convention. Came back, like, two hours later. Saw Scott and I and was like, don't worry, I'm coming. I'm just going to use the restroom. I'm coming right down. Like, that's the kind of person he is. I know, yeah. dude. Yeah. He's the like, nicest he forget. guy. Yeah. He's been yeah. like that yeah. since the beginning because we interviewed him back, back, back when he first rolled in as Logan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. I, I actually went back uh, and watched the revival after our weekend in South Carolina. I know we'll get to it, but I think my mind has changed about the show overall after re-watching the revival. Yeah, I'm very Ooh. eager to see. Uh, I'm eager to get to episode five. Not that I want to rush through it, but I think that's when he appears. And yes, Season he, five. He, season he, five, yeah. He, he comes, so, in, right, he comes right. in season five, I think like around the second or third episode. Oh, yeah. good. Oh, that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was so gracious. I mean, it was 5.36 o'clock at the end of the day. He came in and it ran, you know, I said, listen, it's going to be 15.20. It ran 
And I said, listen, I am so sorry for, for running over here. He goes, you know what, Scott? Take as much time as you want. I, I will sit here with you as long as you want. I love talking and I love talking to you and catching up and the whole thing. I mean, what a guy. Oh, what a guy. Oh, man. I know. You were. You nailed it. You, you, know, you, you told me. Um, I know. That anyway. being said, though, mm. not to quickly transition. No, we God. would never do. We would never think of doing God. that. Yeah. I have to say, mm-hmm. this this episode that we're talking about, Say Goodnight, Gracie, uh-huh. I, I thought you were phenomenal. Oh, thank Phenomenal. You, you thank had you. three scenes mm-hmm. that really, I kept writing down, excellent scene. The, the, the scene right out the gate when you're the damage, when you're at the party. <laughs> Number two, Rob Estes, mm-hmm. a brilliant casting. Mm-hmm. That scene was phenomenal mm-hmm. from what you said to just your body language, your face to the scene with Milo. Like this was your best episode of everything we've seen in my opinion. Wow. Well, thanks. Uh, you know, what, what, what can I say? You know, Andy, uh, Andy, <laughs> Amy hands me this gold mm-hmm. and uh, I just tried not to screw it up. I really just, you know, you, you, you give yourself over to it and you let it, take you where the words want you to go. And Do you that's also where it took me. Think so. that because Jamie Babbitt, I know she was one of your favorite directors, mm-hmm. was directing you mm-hmm. in this, that it mm-hmm. helped your performance? Uh, without question. And, you know, working opposite, and, and another thing that I'm discovering about Milo as I'm watching him oh is he's got the same kind of smoothness and quickness and flame that... Um, that all of those young guys have. I mean, they're all so good, but they mm-hmm. make it look effortless. And that's mm-hmm. what I loved about Matt too. It was all, it's all just so effortless. Yes. You know? And I, I, you know, I, I raved and raved and raved about that scene with his father, uh, with Logan, with Mr. Huntsberger at the, the, co- the, the beach house, whatever, the Olivia yeah. John's ex beach house, whatever it was. This, and, th- uh, for people listening, we haven't gotten to this yet, but Scott's talking about something that you'll see in the future. Oh yeah, we haven't For seen Danielle, the episode yet. But like, I do, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, I you do, mentioned it quiet. before. <laughs> right. No, I mentioned yeah, I mentioned that episode because we we rarely went on location. Right. And here we are in Malibu at this the movie star's house, the singing Olivia Newton John's house, I believe it was. And it was, you know, you remember that. So. Totally. <laughs> it's like, um but anyway, uh yeah, so thank you. Yes, I just listen, uh Amy uh you know, just nailed it on these scenes. And I yeah. think I do agree with you. Rob Estes was the perfect oh my God. piece was of he? casting because he looked like him. Oh my God. Just so really I've seen it. this yeah. episode many times, but I think I really focused in on Rob on this one for some reason. And he really must have watched Milo to be the mm-hmm. father because mm-hmm. he looks like him. And then obviously mm-hmm. in that one scene where they're doing the same beat to the music, but mm-hmm. in other ways, he really had his manner. I, I thought he was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, before we get too deep, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get the synopsis is Danielle, you're on kid. Yeah. This is season three, episode 20. Say good night to not too crazy. Just say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> Air date, May 3rd, 2003. Um, this is another episode with so much happening. But the day after the party, Rory and Jess's relationship comes to a standstill. Well, Dean shares some big news for him and Lindsay. Luke and Jess get into a huge fight while Jess's real dad makes an appearance. 
all mm. leading up to Jess taking off on a bus at the end of the episode. Meanwhile, Mrs. Kim is acting strange after Lane's drunk <laughs> phone call. But Dave <laughs> proclaims his love for Lane. It ends up being a victory for them both. Plus Fran, the owner of the Dragonfly Inn, dies and Suki and Lorelai make a move to try to buy it. Can I just make one comment really fast? Mm, mm. If I had the DVDs and I read these synopsis, I think I'd be pissed. Like, they're really telling too much in the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do the DVDs say them? <laughs> I don't know. Where do these, or is this just something that's on the internet? It's not oh, like. I, ha- I have the DVDs behind me. You want me to grab them? <laughs> oh, I learned we write it. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. Somebody and I just, think it's synopsis. I'm like, is this. Is it plural synopsis, not synopsis? Synopsis. Synopsis. Synopsis is the plural? No, there's it's just one synopsis. synopsis when, I read synopsis. The, when I read these synopsises, <laughs> it's, it's, when I read these synopsis or synopsi, <laughs> no, that's I, just how it's spelled. It's not synopsises. <laughs> like you'd say when I read this paragraph, when I read this synopsis. But what about when I read these synopsises? No, there's no synopsises. <laughs> oh, I see. Someone's telling there's us it's a, synopses. Uh, synopses is the plural. Yep, That's synopsis what it, I, is I, I what just, Danielle read. I just, yeah, okay. Um, so Scott, was, yeah, yes. I want to know your overall mm-hmm. thoughts. Give us everything. I, I love the episode. I, I, I really love the episode. Um, it moved along at a at a nice pace. It wasn't too rushed. Um, I thought it had some really, really, really devastating moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Alexis, uh, uh, it was some of her best work mm-hmm. because she got a little mm-hmm. agitated in the car with her mom and she was confused mm-hmm. about Jess and what's going on. And Dean, mm-hmm. you know, told me he's getting married to to uh, Jingle. What's her name? Jingle. Lindsay. Lindsay. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I'm screwing up names. Yeah, I, I'm just screwing up names. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Tri- so not Trixie. What's her name? Sorry? Tricks. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Lindsay. 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 Oh, how do we get to Tricks? Did you just say Tricks? <laughs> Grandma's name? That's why he, he said Trixie, and I was like, wait. I, she's not, she hasn't been in a lot of scenes, so it's, I, you know. Anyway. No, Lindsay, yeah, right. It's a quick marriage. Wow. Right, right. So. Like, what? I think you just met her, dude, but okay. Okay. So, anyway, I, I thought it was a wonderful episode. I I didn't find too many flaws, uh, none that I can remember, really. Yeah, um, I, I think I had one, which we'll get to, but okay. really not uh, much. But, you know, how it starts out is, uh, um, Amy, take us through it. Well, we start right out the gate, which I liked that it was very, um, backs right up to the episode prior, which I did see people on Instagram actually saying, you really need to watch these two together, mm-hmm. which they're yeah, right. I went, back and, I went back and watched the end of the last one. Smart. Yeah. So we are at the party. We're cleaning up. Rory's got the barfy backpack. Um, <laughs> Lorelai is, I literally love her because she is the one parent that's like, you go, girl. She's stoked. Her kid was at a wild party. <laughs> Did you ever know that you're my hero? You know, I, I think that that was one of the better openings of, of this show because it showed it showed Luke in his element being Luke. It showed Rory in her element sort of being, oh, God, deer in the headlights. Um, what have I done? And it showed Lorelai in all of her glory, all of her comedic glory with, with when she started singing oh the song. She was, was amazing. Re- it was funny. Yeah, it, it, it was all good. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime, and that means allergies. 
Mine have been throwing me off and I need something that works fast. That's where Astapro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astroproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have Lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. this episode let's so if we call this episode a dramedy this episode had more drama Mm -hmm. but it did have comedy where some episodes have more comedy but anyway so i I, literally luke is hilarious because he's just on his tirade about this nightmare (laughs) and then you do have a very iconic walk 
Is that walk intentional or is it just like that's how your body moves? So I did notice the walk when I left that scene and started walking into the house. And it was, <laughs> and, and I remember making the choice when I saw the walk, oh, do a slow walk. Yeah. Because you don't want to go in there. It's not like you're rushing to get in there to pay, write somebody a check. You know, I have uh, something to add to. It was and like you're dread. doing it right now. What's it, that? You have a very distinct finger point too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you do it and you do it on the Zoom too. Like it's so Luke. <laughs> oh my God. But that's, you know, that's just really part of uh, the job, right? It's part of the acting assignment is get the walk right up to the house because mm -hmm. you're not in the scene anymore but they see you yeah and you're still in the scene so you still have to do your part so how are you going to walk up that walkway to the house and it's like you know go walk into the gallows because you know you're going to get hung <laughs> <clears throat> it, well i thought it was i've seen the walk before but it's very right. perfect in this scene um I thought, interestingly, that Lorelai and Rory look amazing in this scene. Mm -hmm. Their hair mm -hmm. is amazing. Their outfits were amazing. And mm -hmm. I do love, I do have a fashion question that we'll get to. Um, maybe I'll okay. just ask it now. The oh, red good. coat. When we get to the funeral scene, I really want to talk about the red coat. But anyway, okay. back on this. They looked great. You're mad, you know, and, and so it's all this sort of juxtaposition of everything going on. Lauren, and, I, and I also thought it was the worst Luke flannel that I ever wore in any episode. <laughs> I did not like that flannel. It didn't fit right. It was too small. So it bunched up my shoulders and it wasn't comfortable. Lauren so. Graham plays this so mm -hmm. perfectly mm -hmm. Because you're just like, oh, my God, she doesn't give a bleep that Rory went to this party and that it all turned into a big giant kerfuffle. kerfuffle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even I thought she was maybe going to be more pissed when she finds out that Dean and Jess were the ones fighting. And so you just get the total Bette Midler song. And I just was like, oh. She's just proud that Rory went to like a real high school party. <laughs> Probably, yeah, and right. Boys were fighting over her. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Although I, w I was waiting for the moment for Rory to be like, "No, mom, like this was traumatic," you know, mm -hmm. like because what she went through right. was traumatic. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was waiting for that to happen, but it was more like, "Oh, two boys were fighting over for you over you at the high school party." You know. Mm -hmm. You make a great point, Danielle, because I think that's why we get the scene in the jeep because right. she's just. Dealing with all this buildup through all right. of it. He tried and to then, unbuckle her pants and it was, that's traumatic. You know, she said no and he kept going. Right. So. Yeah. I mean. <sighs> and then he got mad when he got rejected, which Lorelai said, well, that makes him a jerk. You know. Correct. Although <sighs> it's a very complicated situation. That scene from the previous episode is extremely complicated. And people do really want us to have a conversation about that scene. Yeah. Jess is complicated. Jess is grappling. And that doesn't excuse the behavior or how it made Rory feel. But I also think... I, I think Rory he, said he, it best. Rory said... There's something going on with him. Mm -hmm. And you can That's see right. that in that scene. You know, like, like I don't think that is Jess in right. that scene. Like, 
as unexcusable as his behavior was, like you can tell as a as a viewer, something is going on in Jess's head, and Rory is acknowledging that too. So you know that there's something she deeper to this action that he's doing. Right. She acknowledges it in the Jeep when she says, he got mad at me, or he wasn't mad at me, or he's mad. Why mm-hmm. is he mad? What mm-hmm. is he mad at? Why is he mad at me? And that was like, sums up so much of it. What a mess. She doesn't understand. She doesn't understand where his rage comes from. And that comes but from being abandoned. I also think what's so important about that is like, she thinks it's her fault when it's not. Right. And I, I think that's why people. Right. Really because she like, doesn't understand where the rage comes from because yeah, he's but, been abandoned but, by both of his parents. So he's angry. He doesn't fit in and he doesn't want to fit in and mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to fit in if he wanted to fit in. So his behavior is aberrant and it's, and, and, and the anger spills out in these high pressure situations and he's trying to be intimate and it's the one person that he feels that understands him and he can trust and well, she rejects him too. So of course he's going to get angry. But as a female, she, she thinks that it's her fault. And I think that I know that's, that. that's a really big important Im- Right. She doesn't understand thing. all that. Right. She, but she thinks also it could be like maybe because she said no, maybe because right. she stopped him that like he's mad because of that like it's a, it's a domino effect of just like rage mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. well and that's a common thing that young women especially experience thinking they're mad at me because i said no or mm-hmm. they have shame or blame themselves or all these many things i think one of the things that we have to also understand is jess is so extraordinarily disappointed in himself yeah because he not only is he not graduating which is a total effing disaster right he mm-hmm. cannot give Rory, this person he loves, the one thing she wants. And it yeah. may seem trivial to us, the prom. Mm-hmm. He is devastated about yeah. not being yeah. able to take her to the prom, which right. is why it's the one thing he mentions. He just, in the he's just, it's an yeah. epic fail. He feels like a complete failure in yeah. every aspect of his life. You know, I feel bad, I feel bad for him. And that last scene was devastating. I mean, and I, that's, I really yes. feel bad for and him. And I felt horrible for Rory. I mean, it is teen angst. Yeah. Completely. But this is why, go ahead, sorry. No, you go. No, this is why Lorelai wanted her to stay away from him. She understands this. She knows what she's going to have to deal with with a kid that's been rejected by his father, who his father walked out on when he was born, and his mother kicked him out of the house, couldn't deal with him. And that, that's that's a recipe for disaster. Lorelai knows this, and I thought now, Lorelai in the Jeep handled that whole situation mm-hmm. so well. Also made me laugh because she's also yeah. So what happened? Like you know, she really <laughs> wants to know. Like wait, what happened in the room? <laughs> what, what? You know, so she's getting her information, but she also handled it. And just as Rory says, "I don't want to talk about it anymore," Lorelai. Oh. They continue to talk about it. I just thought that scene is so authentic to like their mother-daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I listen. You know, when a girl says no, that means no. <laughs> it just does, and it doesn't mean that there has to be a lack of intimacy in that moment. It's just a guy slowing down, taking a breath. And respecting the woman, you know, and he oh, didn't also, yeah, I because mean, for- he was overwhelmed by 
Yes. Loss. And he's confused. And yes, he's in deep, deep pain and he's acting it out all over the place. I thought that Rory made such an important point in that bedroom scene saying it was never going to happen like this Mm -hmm. at this drunky, messy party in like someone's, I don't even know if that was like the parents room or the guest room at like Kyle's house. It's like (laughs) that to me was where she made such a point. Like she was never saying like, I don't love you. She was never even saying I'm never doing this with you. Right. It was like, this is not the way this is going to go for right. me or us. What and are you, you and you doing? Look at, and you look at what Dean did for her when they were together. I mean, he made everything special, didn't he? I mean, he, yeah. really, he really did. And now she's not getting that. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's really... Tough. Tough position to be in for a kid. Important stuff. Mm-hmm. Danielle, I need to know something from you. Okay. Did you know when that dude was sitting there having coffee in the diner? And we'll go back and get into the order again, but. No, the answer is no. I didn't think. What kind of were you thinking? Were you just like, this is just a random customer that looks like a very famous person? (laughs) 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 Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't think anything much of it until, until Luke showed up at the apartment. So like, and then it clicked. Like as soon as Luke was in there being like, hey, dude, I was like, oh, shit. I know who that is, but in the beginning when they were just, when it was, you know, at the diner and Jess was waiting on him and the coffee and him being like a prickly customer, I just took it for what the scene was. He was a prickly customer and whatever. But at the end, you know, when we saw Luke have that confrontation with him, I was like, oh. Can I throw Mm -hmm. one plot hole? How Mm -hmm. did Luke know where Jimmy was staying? Like because it's a small town, there's only so many you places. Probably just asked like Miss Patty <laughs> or something yeah. to the room. I yeah. mean, it's, but but it's like you know he, he well he had his driver's license right. Right, so but he, that's his home address yeah. in California. Yeah, I know, but it, it's maybe so, there was a receipt in there for the hotel check in or wherever we bed and breakfast. I mean, how many places are there in Stars Hollow? It's a small right. town, right? Independence and maybe one other place. Right. The one thing is, I I was shocked. The I think the reason why I didn't think much of it, I was shocked that uh that luke didn't know it was him right away like when he first glanced at the table sorry, Same. sorry, sorry. i was like Can, uh maybe that's why i didn't think much of it because right. he didn't do anything right did away. he see him though did luke see no. jimmy because no. only no. milo saw jimmy when did jimmy leave the diner because luke found the wallet well he got up and left but yeah. But Luke saw that. Luke saw this guy. But did he maybe leaving. just see him quickly from the back? Like, we need to well, rewatch that scene with yeah. that in mind. Because I think no, he, he, probably, he probably saw the back of him. Yeah. But did, I, yeah, I, I, yeah he, I don't think he, he saw his face. No. And then obviously, the driver's license says Jimmy Mariano. Mariano. Jess Mariano. Am I saying that right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, what? WTF, right? But. Yeah, another small plot hole. Wouldn't he have been like, because I get why my Milo, I get why Jess doesn't know him because he's seen him since he was a baby. So he would not know what he looked like. But there isn't a photo around at all. He's never been like, what does my dad look like? Plot twist number two. Do we think he left his wallet on purpose, hoping that Jess would see it? Oh, that's a good point. Great question. 
But you see what I'm no, also no, saying? I th- like, I th- no, I think he was being hassled out of there. He's been run out of there. You know, I think right, Jess but also I have care. a small plot hole, guys. We got to talk about this. Jess was really on him to order something, yes. and he was being mean to a customer. And that's Liz what I noticed. Like, Liz yeah. doesn't have any photos of Jimmy. It's not like uh, they didn't know who the father not. was. We I all know. Not. So, but that doesn't totally track for I me mean, that Jess never was like, "Mom, what does my dad look like?" Here's a photo. My dad doesn't look like he looks. That's true. 17 years ago. <laughs> but but Jess also doesn't really care. He's just trying to like get the job done. He's like, what do you want? Let me order your food. Here you go. He's not really like paying mm-hmm. attention to right, the customer. Right. Good point. Good point. And plus it's been what, eight, 17 years? And he probably, well, he probably looks pretty much the same. Rob Estes looks like he aged very well. Oh my God. <laughs> By the way, could Rob Estes be more hot? Uh, I love Rob Estes. <laughs> and I never noticed until this literally milo he looks like milo Mm -hmm. he does they do look similar it was great casting speaking Mm -hmm. of this scene um Mm -hmm. when we were at the convention there was a fan that came up to me and told me something that um this is not going to spoil anything for danielle but amy maybe you would know Okay. The Candyman song from Willy Wonka has an ongoing theme. Do you know what it is? Don't you say mean it when loud. Taylor comes in and he's like, "The Candyman can, yeah, the Candyman can, yeah." No. It comes up again later on, and so like I'll bring it up then. But I I noticed it because a fan told me she's like, "This is a reoccurring thing in the show," and I had no idea. It was the most <gasps> like fascinating. Wait, thing. Wait, you te- shouldn't I'll tell us now. Okay, no, I'll yeah. text you on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to know because we got to talk about that whole freaky thing with Taylor and those kind of. Freaky looking dolls next to him. <laughs> the whole thing was like, ah. Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With Ikea, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have Lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Okay, so we go to the inn, and... And also, uh, on the topic of the inn, it was burned down two episodes ago. <laughs> it still doesn't have a kitchen, though. I think the issue is there's they fixed up the main lobby or that whatever. fast. <laughs> right. It's very fast. That's called TV. <laughs> okay, okay, so... Moving on. We fo- this is where we sort of learned that Rory has reconnected with the grandparents because, mm-hmm. you know, Suki Jackson's out of town, Sidebar, did everybody spot who, I'm jumping ahead, but does everybody know who the guy is in the suit with the, at the funeral? That's her husband. Yeah. Oh, that's, Melissa that's, McCarthy's uh, husband. Yeah. That's Ben, Fal- that that's yeah, ben yeah, yeah, Falcone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wrote it down. Yeah. I was like, that's so cool. And there is a scene where, yeah. when they're walking with the casket did anyone notice that you see melissa looking at him so lovingly and crushily <laughs> that you're like oh my god you can't stop yourself okay they so do anyway. that often though they appear in each other's projects which i really i think is cool yeah well, yeah, they, he's, yeah he's a he's a terrific writer in yeah. his own right and so she so they write a lot together obviously and you know they, they come seem up with like they really ideas. like each other yeah, yeah. i want to like get dinner with hopefully them. they don't get divorced tomorrow but like they really seem like they like each other okay so right. anyway so we suki kind of says to lorelei you miss them meaning her parents so that's kind of important as we mm-hmm. continue on then we find out that the church is also a synagogue and they just flip <laughs> the thing <laughs> so and good. that this is where we discover that mrs kim has said nothing and i need to know oh. what you all think oh man oh. this is one thing i will say um my dad was really strict growing up very strict kind of uh, not as aggressive as mrs kim is but pretty pretty close and when he was mad i got the silent treatment and that's when i knew dad was pissed mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like with Mrs. Kim, I um, I don't know. I, I think she is a little sad and also a little bit kind of like, I, I don't know. I, I Mrs. Kim is confusing me right now. That's what I I'll have say. a hot take. But Scott, you give your theory first. 
on Mrs. Mrs. Kim. Kim's reaction. Like, why is she not flying off the handle? Because she knows that Dave Rogowski loves her daughter mm. and sees, Aww. because she knows that Dave Rogowski sees her glorious daughter mm. for what she is. Okay, that is and a that, great. And, and that makes her sad because he's not Korean, but she knows she's got to make the choice to allow this to happen because why, even though she's so strict, why would she prevent a boy, a good guy, a, good yeah. guy, a really good guy that sees her daughter? And now she, so now she's in that dilemma of coming to America and breaking out of the tradition um, of 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 how her family has uh, accepted boys and girls. I mean, it's all got to be, yeah. you know, Korean, right? So th this this is going to be a departure from that, and she knows it's the right thing to do, and she's admitting to herself that she's wrong on this. There Somebody sees my daughter. That's a really good point. So how can she they, say I anything? I have the same take as you, Scott. Pretty much, like but that's, that's a great point. But why did right. she get mad at the drunk call? Because I oh, think yeah. on some level she, this is what Scott to me was alluding to, she's taking some responsibility for it, mm -hmm. saying maybe I play a part in this because I right. have been so extraordinarily strict and controlling that my kid went off the rails. I think there's some element of... Which, by the way, is not going off the rails. She was just being a, a high school kid. <laughs> Totally, but her kid was a little off the rails, drinking and broke calling <laughs> mom, beer and a half. barfing, barfing all over her own backpack. Yeah, true, true. Does bring me one of my favorite lines of the episode. What is that smell? Your backpack. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> no, Scott, I think great perspective there. I think. But that's what the, that's what the Shakespeare quote is all about. Oh, yeah. You know? Wait, can you just tell us what was what did the quote mean? That's what Does it means know? that that a that a blind man was uh, was was given his sight by God, and the king. It's at Saint Albans. It's a scene in Saint Albans in Henry the Sixth, and uh, that's what the quote is referring to. That a man, um, God has has given this man his sight back, and now he sees everything. And the king hopes that his sins do not multiply by what he sees because <laughs> he never saw it before. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but it's really about it's a, it's about it's about seeing. It's about gaining your your sight back. How um, hilarious! And that's was and it? that's and that's not only does 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 the quote apply to Adam Brody seeing his daughter? It applies to Mrs. Kim, who now is seeing uh, what her own behavior right. has maybe potentially damaged her daughter's too restrictive. And we could have missed Dave Rogowski from my strict, uh, right. my, my, my guidelines and my rules and my, my tyranny, right? How? And my overprotective. So now yeah. her eyes are open as well. How hilarious when she says, I like to goo goof off now and then too. <laughs> With Shakespeare, yeah. right? It's just light reading. Yeah. <laughs> I like to goof off now and then too. I was like, oh my God. We, I'm dead. Can we talk about that? That yeah. was great. Literally the fact that Dave just yeah. came running to Lane's house, mm -hmm. disheveled, and like opens up the door and he's like, I read the Bible three times <laughs> last night. I cannot find this. Like literally, like I was like, 
Dave Rogowski. Mm-hmm. Is are the best. The best. Adam Brody is a freaking genius. All right, like, who, wants, who wants to play Mrs. Kim? Let's do this speech. No, Let's... I want you to do the speech. The no, speech. Somebody's got to play Brody. Mrs. Kim. Who's going to be Mrs. Tara Kim? Tara will play Mrs. Kim. You want to be Mrs. I Kim? I need you to give that whole speech <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah, Dave Rogalski yeah. gives yeah, when yeah, it yeah. comes. I'm, to I'm not going to be able to do it like Dave, but I mean, yeah. by oh, Adam. Try it. Excuse me, Mrs. Kim. I need to speak with you. I'm busy, David. A few weeks ago, you told me that Lane had a crush on me. Well, I had a crush on her, too. I have a crush on her, too. Now, I know. Oh, see, I already screwed it up. Let's do it again. Excuse me, Mrs. Kim, I need to speak with you. I'm busy, David. A few weeks ago, you told me that Lane had a crush on me. Well, I have a crush on her, too. Now, I know you have very strict rules about dating and boys, and I just wanted you to know that I'm a good person. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I've never gotten a ticket. I'm healthy. I take care of myself. I floss. I never watch more than 30 minutes of television at night, partly because I think it's a waste of time, partly because there's nothing on. I respect my parents. I do well in school. I never play video games in case they someday prove that playing them can turn you into a serial killer. I don't drink coffee. I hate soda because the carbonation freaks me out. I'm happy to give up meat if you feel strongly about it. I don't mind wearing a tie. I enjoy playing those hymns on my guitar. And I really, really want to take your daughter to the prom. Oh, my God. It's so Mrs. Kim, please, please don't make me repeat that list again. (laughs) Let never day nor night unhallow pass, but still remember what the Lord hath done. Okay. Thank you. My favorite is he just says, okay, thank you, without understanding anything Miss Kim just said. That must have been such a hard thing for Adam Brody to do that whole speech perfectly with all. I mean, Adam Brody is a stud. Mm -hmm. He he is so awesome on this show. And you get why he has to go because he's got a star in his own show. It's just like so. (laughs) By the way, when he said like the Mm -hmm. hymns, I was like cracking up from like, what was it? Christmas or Thanksgiving when he was just playing for hours. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. I love it so much. I love Dave and Lane. Yeah. So much. Like so, so much. And I'm, I'm happy that we have Dave and Lane because we have the mess of Rory and Jess right Mm -hmm. now. So you have the, you know, juxtaposition of, oh my God, Lane and Dave, like this is high school. This is high school right now. And Dave (laughs) loves Lane because no teenage boy is putting up with that scary mom. Oh, hell no. I mean, he is really... Go. He and loves her because doing he is like it perfectly. You know what I mean? Like he is, like, um, he is pulling the right strings with Mrs. Kim. There's and nothing. There's so nothing good. I'd love to see more than another Gilmore Girls reunion show movie. And Dave Rogalski comes back yeah. for Lane. Oh my God, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Wait. Okay. Uh, so we have. Amy. We're like five minutes into the show, and we have like twelve pages to go. So we are back in the diner. We need to just talk about this. Tara. <laughs> what did I do? You just gave me a spoiler, but that's okay. No, I didn't. Oh, you mean that? Well, you he already, leaves at some point now. Hello. Well, <laughs> that's like not a spoiler. We've talked about the OC five thousand times. Okay, Scott, I have to ask hmm. you this: hmm. Is that the first time we see Caesar, the Caesar we know and love? Oh, to I me, don't know. maybe. Was, oh, Maybe, yeah, yeah maybe. I think it is. Because yeah. that to Could me be. is the first time we see Caesar, that Caesar, speaking. And Caesar becomes, you know, heretofore so right. important. So ham, ham, no ham. And then we see Rob Estes. So I guess we know, Danielle, you had no idea. You're like, <laughs> I guess that's just a hot dude Guy. in a diner. Yeah. 
here's my bone to pick. Yeah. Why does the diner serve Eggo waffles? Like that waffle <laughs> that Kurt re- Kirk received did not look good. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> I want to apologize for that. Did, how do you know that they were Eggo waffles just because they were really around? looked like it? They really were looked, definitely Eggo did not waffles. look like they, a fresh is that, homemade is that, waffle. Is that right? Is that right? I'm sorry. You, so you you don't think that they were homemade and put into the the uh, the thing? Because that's we had one of those back there. You mean like the think... waffle iron? Maybe. Wow. I don't know. I, but I, anyway, so I think we've welcome Caesar. Very happy to have you. You just blew up the diner. You just blew up the whole. You just, <laughs> just blew up the whole. My whole, I'm just my saying, whole if people career go, is over now. I don't recommend the, the waffles. <laughs> <laughs> um, Taylor comes in. How very happy you. that the candy shoppy is opening, but shoppy. that was crazy. That's um, crazy. You know, that's, my, that's Michael Winters at his best. <laughs> I mean, really, how much joy was he getting out of that episode? I mean, really funny. <laughs> Those He's so good. nutty ladies with him, just giving oh, everyone God. taffy. And Kirk oh, going, can I have a taffy? I'm going to uh, keep going with this. Right, Arbor right, Day right, right. crap. Yeah. Okay, so then we basically have a scene, I believe, with Jess and Luke mm-hmm. talking about the damage. Oh. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Luke tells Jess that... Dean was there at the house helping put up the fence. Oh, and yes. He already came up with a plan to pay Kyle's parents back. And mm-hmm, Jess mm-hmm. hasn't done anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was this post-funeral? No, no we're not no, there No, we yet. haven't gone to the funeral yet. Right, My okay. favorite line in this is, are so you trying to two, kill me? There were two Jess and Luke scenes, right? Yeah, this yeah, is the preliminary right. one. There's gotcha. the, yeah. the real ones coming. But I love the line, are you trying to kill me? Nope, it'll just be a perk. I mean, Jess was <laughs> had zingers coming because you say <laughs> Dean was at Kyle's and he goes, he's a fine doormat. Like, mm-hmm. Jess is just filled with anger, but very hilarious line. And they just did that right in front of all the customers, you know, from behind <laughs> the counter. It's, it's so funny. And people just keep eating, and the food. And by the way, those are re- those are not Eggo waffles because if they were, people would get up and leave. The food wasn't that good. And not saying Eggos are bad. I I, I enjoy them. Uh, but yeah, they just do that right out in the open. <laughs> just yell at each other right out in the open. You know what I th- I will commend you. Luke's facial expressions were so perfect in this episode because there were multiple times where you were forced to say everything with your face, especially in the scene where Rory comes to the door, Rory rocks away, Jess goes back to the door and you had to do full acting in your face. And I thought, oh man, he is crushing the face Face acting. acting. Thank you. Yeah. Face acting. (laughs) Yeah. You crushed this episode. 100%. Listen, you're, you're only as good as the writing. Okay. The writing lifts you to whatever heights that you can possibly go. If it's if it's great writing, it's great writing. Here's what I say. I know we, you talk about how the show never won Emmys. This would have been what I would have submitted. If I was your publicist at the time, I would have said, this is the one you submit we for did. an Emmy. We did. We did submit this. I'm and surprised now, you I, didn't. I do, yeah, I, we, yeah we, I think we did submit this. Then we get to... Lorelai calling Emily because, mm-hmm. you know, even though it's minor, I think significant. Yeah. What do you guys think? Well, I mean, a whole, you know, a whole um, narrative of the show is gone. It's just been, it's just missing now. There's no yeah. Friday night dinner. I mean, this is what the show is pretty much based on. 
Yeah. You know, virtually based on it. Now we don't get it. Um, but we are getting, you know, we're getting more into kitty world. And I like it. Mm-hmm. I like where it's going. I like being in that world now. Uh, because something has to fill the void of no Friday night dinners. They can't open the episodes anymore with Friday night dinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't cut to Friday night dinners. We can't use Friday night dinners as an excuse not to do something or to do something else. And let's lie to Emily and, you know, this kind of a thing. So, mm-hmm. the, so, so that removes that. So you, so now they're focusing on kid world and it's kind of fun. I, li- I like, I like, uh, everybody, uh, uh, you know, the kids are now kind of carrying the show, yeah, which they well, never had to do before. I know you won't say it, but I, I do think this was such an important Luke episode. I think there was a lot of Luke carrying this episode. Mm-hmm. I think because this episode was so brilliant, I didn't miss the Gilmores, Emily and Richard. Had this episode not been as so well done and amazing, I think yeah. that would have really felt like a void. Like, mm-hmm. mm, this sucks. Like, mm-hmm. we need to get back to Friday din- dinners. Anyway, Danielle, mm-hmm. what were you mm-hmm. going to say? No, that's a good point. No. Oh, I sorry. Agree. So, okay. I do think, I think Paris, they work in Paris in the scene, in the, they're putting together the, you know. Um, last issue. Last issue. And I think it was significant because we realized the significance of the prom. Right. But it was especially funny because the, the punchline was bring back the go- bring in the golf team again, right? Because we don't know what they're talking about and the blonde like, boys and the whole thing, and what background they're going to look best again. And it was just, it was really funny. It was a great. There was some really was funny lines. Punchline. What are they doing? Staying true to who they are. And so they're doing their thing, and you do hear Jamie is legit. Dinner helicopter. I was like, dang. (laughs) And I'm glad to know that Jamie and Paris are still doing okay, despite the full meltdown from (laughs) a couple weeks ago. Just (laughs) right. Because that could really put a college guy going, I'm not going to be able to handle this. Maybe he doesn't know. (laughs) Maybe she hid it from him. I'm not too sure. But Jamie sounds like a big stud. Uh, Lorelai. So then we go to Lorelai and man, her, she had the cutest jeans, the perfect jacket, the turquoise shirt. She's just looking flawless in this whole episode. And then we find out about Fran. Mm-hmm. Fran yeah. passed away at the age of 83 and Weston's was clean. <clears throat> and they cared deeply and they were, they were quiet. <laughs> <laughs> they were sort of sad. Again, another example of Lorelai's really bad timing. <laughs> And inappropriateness. Yeah, right? I mean, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> which good makes point. which makes for the comedy, right? Totally. If you we're don't like, have that behavior, you don't have that scene. And oh we're not so invest, invested in Fran where it's gonna we're gonna have to, you know, park our emotions with right. her. <laughs> yeah. right? right. So we can just sort of focus on the comedy aspect, which it was. And man, do they want that glorious. in, and that's significant. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You yeah. can feel us sort of building toward the finale of season three here. Okay. We have like what? One or two more episodes of this season? Well, like yeah, three. Yeah, I think three. Okay. So, but I thought, I thought that scene could have been funnier uh, with the pallbearer, uh, Ben Falcone, mm-hmm. if he just objected more. You I know? just, I, I like, what are you guys doing? I'm pretty we're, solid. We're, we're walking into a, no, no, absolutely. But I just, I wanted more <laughs> comedy. There was more comedy there to glean. Right, from. because that's because the in- scenes with you. Like, play the inappropriate. Nate, like, have Ben saying, what are you guys doing? This, I'm, we're going to get at, you know, and that, them I, I really having to convince right, him. Because the scenes with you and 
Milo and the mm-hmm. scenes with you and Rob Estes are so intense. And then the Jeep scene with Rory and Lorelai is so intense that, mm-hmm. yeah, we did need those moments of comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just talk about the elephant in the room really quick. This is not a spoiler, Danielle, but it is a known fact that they were, this was the lead up to next week's episode that was intended to be a spinoff of the show. I completely never, I never knew it was supposed to be a spinoff, but I knew this was coming. I, I never knew it was going so to be a spinoff. it's just wherever he, is, this bus is taking him to. When you see and it, you'll be Rob like, Rob Estes, oh. like, hello, you don't get Rob Estes to play something and just use him for one episode. It's like... <laughs> I love Rob Estes. Jesus, nice gig. He does one episode and then he gets his own show. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. Good for All him. All right. So, okay. So this is, we, we briefly touched on it. We do have the scene at the diner where, first of all, Luke looking handsome in the <laughs> suit. Oh. Hello. Uh, okay. So Rory Blushing. comes up. Blushing. You're making me blush. You know, I separate. I don't. You're a different person than that guy. But anyway, <laughs> I, that's. I didn't take it any other way. I didn't think you were making a pass at me. my love of Luke is Jesus. strong. Okay, so <laughs> I'm always like, I love Scott, Luke. not so much, but yeah, Luke, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's such a di- that is so funny. Bring that up though, because my relationship with any, Luke, any you know seven days a week and twice on Sunday. So but Scott, different. can you lock the door as you leave? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Like, I literally love Luke. And then Scott will text us. Scott will put something in the group text. I don't mean to call you out. And I just write back, no. (laughs) (laughs) What have you ever done that? No. This morning. Just this morning. Let me look. Let me. You had a decently bad idea. (laughs) Wait a minute. Oh, I I did a bait and switch. I go, you didn't want to read the Shakespeare. Scott wanted to. Well, just you didn't want to perform the Shakespeare. I gave Scott's you a part like, as the queen. <laughs> I know. I was going to play the king. Wanted to reenact the Shakespeare scene, which yes. was not a bad idea because no. it is so important. But I was like, mm, maybe we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I have nothing but love um, for Luke. So Luke's standing there, all just freaking <laughs> handsome. There's no talking. It's like Rory comes to the door. She leaves. Luke's face, just freaking genius, Scott. Freaking genius. Uh, uh. Jess comes out. Jess goes to the door. And just you, that is not easy. That cannot be easy what you were doing. Full face acting. I, I, I don't know. It, it, oh, my God. You know. <gasps> That's just so the, funny. You just, I, I don't know. Order. What what do you mean? Yeah, no. where are you? Yeah, we're, we're out of order. Oh, God. We, we no missed one. like the whole. Oh, <laughs> so sorry, you guys. <laughs> Let me explain. So I st- I was wasting so much paper. So I started using fronts and backs, and I had to label five, six, oh. and I went to six before five. That's okay. Well, okay. So now let's go back. We've mm-hmm. got the scene, the confrontation between. Thank you guys for calling it out. Between Jimmy and Luke, talk about Oof. it. Wow. Well, uh, I don't know. What did you, uh, I, it's just Luke at his most protective. Yeah. It's, 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 it's really just, you know, the bear coming out in him and listen, come near him. I'll eat you. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. And you know, he cares. That's Luke yeah. showing him. That's Luke loving Jess. You saying yes. now you saw him now get out of here. I was like, Ooh, 
man, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Papa Bear. You're right. Because yeah. you're no good and you're just going to rip people apart. And, you know, Lorelai probably feels the same way about Jess at this point. <laughs> you know, like, get out. Or she did. You know, yeah, yeah. Lorelai seems to She's, be handling this a bit better than right. I expected her to. Well, she can't, she can't, she knows she can't stop it, right? Mm-hmm. So she just kind of like, it's inevitable. She's 17. You know, I'm not going to stand in front of this train anymore. So my note on that scene was great scene. I thought it was a brilliant scene, just mm-hmm. flawless. And I wrote, great job, Scott. And look at and, the job. Look at the job he did. Look at the job uh, Rob did. Coming in too, right? Like, coming in and nailing it while simultaneously having to be Jess because mm-hmm. we see the symbol, like we see the similarities, like that. Yeah, Rob Estes is Jess's dad. Oh, mm-hmm. we'll get this to this later. But the nodding to the music, oh. I was like, oh. That was, that was a great scene, you know, so, just like. And all, I, I, I love Bowie, as you all know, uh, and I, that's one of my favorite songs, Suffragette City. But why was that song in the scene? Knowing what we know, I mean, you know what Suffragette City is. It's it's. I don't know anything about the music. I just think that that would be music they would hear. Well, that's the right for women to vote, Suffragette. Right? Oh, I didn't get into the weeds on why that song selection. Oh, yeah, I I did because I was like, why are they listening? I mean, I know why Jess was listening to it because he's listening to it. But, you know, they nothing is by accident in these shows, right? Right, it's, right. It's, like, it's all by design and there's a purpose behind it and meaning well, behind it. Well, and you got to pay money for that. So there are, if you're you going to pay, pay money, money for you're something, you're doing money it for intentionally. City. Good Lord, yeah. that's considered one of the top albums of all time. Ziggy Stardust was considered like the album. Um but it's, you know, it's uh, Suffragette City is a city that allows women to vote, you know, and San Francisco and I think Oakland were the last two to allow women to vote and to women to vote in 1911 or 1913, whenever or it was. Or the first, wait, they were the, the last to let they women were the la- vote? Actually, yes. And so, and so. That seems in, so weird. But the, but right, it does. But Doesn't Bowie, it seem like San Francisco would be first? It would seem like that, yes. I'm going to have to Google this. So, but Bowie's meaning in the song was uh, more about his bisexuality, that he was telling his roommate slash lover guy to get out of the apartment because he was bringing a woman home, right? Don't lean on me, man. You can't afford the ticket. I'm in Suffrage City. It's, you know, this kind of thing. That's what it was. So why is that song playing in the diner? No idea. And they're both nodding to it. <laughs> What's it got to uh, do now with Now I don't know because you bring up an excellent point and I'm going to have to really research. I mean, that other song. than it's just like, you know, the baddest ass song ever written. I mean, right? is it is it based off of your explanation right there? Is it like kind of like, yeah, Jimmy can't afford this ticket or like Jess can't afford. Oh, maybe. Uh, maybe. Right. So Jess sort of saying don't lean on me. Like Jimmy don't saying lean don't on lean me, on man, me. You can't. Right. So so Jimmy don't lean on me. You can't afford the ticket. We're back in Suffragette City. Yeah. Well, like you don't oh. get a vote. Or you don't get a vote. In both ways, too. Like mm. Jess, too. Like Jess. So Jimmy, can't get out. Jimmy. Very, very good. Perceptive. Well, that's what it is, maybe. Yes. Wow, Danielle. Mm. You, the significance to me of the scene, and maybe you're getting there with the song, is that Jimmy runs out. Yeah. Runs out out of nowhere, says nothing, and just runs. Kind of like how you would think Jess would. So I thought that was, I was like, 
well, that is a real D move of a this guy. He just but ran I, away. I, 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 I felt uh, Jess's pain. Milo acted that scene beautifully. And the oh, way he God. sat down in the chair, t- turned a little bit away from him, and he wouldn't look at him. He was giving him side glances. Boy, I, I tell you, I really I, felt for him. I think in that scene, at least what I picked up is Jimmy was looking at Jess, or they they both weren't looking at each other. And then Jimmy like looks up slightly and sees that Jess is nodding the same way that he is, and it freaked him out. <clears throat> oh, oh, that's oh, what I that's what wow. I gathered. Like, that oh no, is... this is my son. This oh. is somebody I've abandoned for years. Yet he's just like me. Oh my god, I didn't think of oh that, Danielle. That either. is really good. I didn't mm. think of that either. Mm. <sighs> you just blew my mind. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. So do we do we feel that Jimmy shouldn't have come? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I kept when I finished this episode, I kept being like, ah, like I'm not mad that Jimmy came, but like, why? I don't know. I so question for everyone. Should he have not come? Because he said he said he's gotten his life together, he's got a job. Mm-hmm. He wants to reconnect with his boy. I mean, imagine the pain that he caused himself by running out as an own kid and he's He's back to, you know, take the shots that he's going to have to inevitably take for a couple of years, maybe, before he can have a normal, healthy, uh, uh, loving relationship with his son. I think he should have come. I think. Yeah, yeah. me too. For I me, the life good. lesson is always, even if you're late, show up. Show up. Yes. And even if you think And you take don't... the pain that mm-hmm. you deserve by being yep. away. And, and even be if you, man enough to stand there and take it and yep. not get emotional. I mean, you're going to get emotional, but don't react. Just right. take it. And you know what? Your kid will punch himself out, psychologically speaking. And, and there will be a moment where you can come together. It's never too late to say, I'm it's sorry. never too late. That's a nice message we can send out there. Mm-hmm. All of you deadbeat dads, get your <laughs> act together, clean up, get back to your kids. They need you, man. So on a lighter note, (laughs) um, again, terrible performance by a hat on Laura. Wait, the bucket hat? I did not like that funeral. Bucket hats are are back in. I just bought one. Who was wearing a bucket hat? Lorelai at the funeral is so bad. Oh, that didn't look so bad. I liked it. That didn't look bad. Do you want to break the tie? It looked appropriate. I thought it was fine. I'm just like, Whoa. can we just not give Lorelai a hat? And that's episode? what I think. Like, Why did they give her so many hats? I, I, I had a hair. Let her. <laughs> totally. I, I liked it. I liked the hat. I didn't mind the hat. It wasn't bad. Oh. I didn't notice anything bad about it. I thought it looked. Uh, she looked. I thought well. it was just. I, I thought we've had three atrocious hats. Oh. That first of all, the worst was the <laughs> one we on. talked about recently. It was like, Don't be a hat hater. You're a, you're a hat hater. Oh, the the white bucket hat was the right. hands that, down that, worst. That, but this, this she looked well. She hat. looked well put together. She looked like a classy, classy lady. Do we see any significance in the fact that everyone's in black and Rory has a bright red coat? <laughs> she could, could they, you know, they can't afford a, a proper black coat. She's going to get a. <laughs> but I mean, really, it's a big expense. I don't know. I thought How many there was black something coats there. does a kid have? Right. I just thought it was interesting choice by the stylist because everyone's in black and she so and Rory's in black. Their whole room is in black and Rory has this bold red coat Mm. and is where I mean, for Fran's funeral, too, I'm for it because, you you know, celebrating the life. But like a red coat at a funeral, there's got to be something I'm missing. Anyway. I hope I'm so. sure we're missing something. I mean, I, <laughs> I think maybe it was just it a like a a set choice in the sense of like to have her stand out 
amongst the crowd, but like, like, uh, metaphorically speaking, I don't know what the symbol symbolism is. (laughs) Here's my other let's zoom in moment. Okay. So I don't know if anyone noticed this. They're having the moment where they say, let's all bow our heads. Right. And the band bebops through. Oh my God. (laughs) One dude in Uh the crowd in the, I watched it twice. We got to show people one background actor Because obviously there's no music, right, Scott? The band's not really playing, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. You've already taught us that. Right. One dude pops up too early and makes a facial expression before the band played. You know, that band may have been playing. Well, then that guy's a bad background actor. So (laughs) wait a minute, what did the background actor do? Okay, so is there a way we can like, show a clip of this not right now we don't i mean sure we could show it now if anyone can grab it but can we also put it on instagram not the instagram <laughs> on instagram <clears throat> so the the guy says ever let's let's bow our heads you know and have a moment for fran or whatever and then boom 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 comes the yeah. band yeah but, but the one background dude's guy head yeah. goes up two seconds too early and he makes a face like like he's hearing the band, but there's no band yet. And I'm like, oh, oh God. What? Yeah, oh, you God. guys got to watch mm. it. All right, all right. Okay. Okay. Calm down. We'll watch it. <laughs> what We're going to watch it. What about Miss Patty's soft okay. story? Oh, poor Miss Patty. <laughs> so glad I had all that sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miss Patty's always pushes it to a little PG 13. Yeah. Now, Danielle, were you yes. stunned when Dean said he was engaged? Um, I'm not surprised. I feel like Dean's character would do something like that. However, I was just like, damn it, Dean. Cause right now I'm on the, the Dean train. So I'm kind of like, Ugh. Oh, yeah. um, but I'm not, I'm not surprised. I thought it was really telling, um, Rory's reaction of it. I mean, I think anybody of that age would react that way. Like it, we're 17 years old. What are you talking about? But, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised because I feel like Dean would do that. I feel like he would get married at a young age. Yeah. Like his character is that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you can tell that Rory was like, oh, wow. Like, I don't have my, like, he's out of my hands now, mm. which I thought was interesting. This guy that has protected her for so long and has treated her so well. And Dean says, don't be mad at me just because you just treats you like dirt. Oh, that line. Yeah. And then so, you're like, oh, Rory is having this, this realization in her head that I let go of a really, really good guy that treated me mm-hmm. like a princess to be in love with this guy that like, like, um, um, intellectually fulfilled her. And this guy is not treating her well. So, so Scott, what, what's better? You know, I think that's what she's seeing in her head. Yeah. Here's my question for Scott. Does Jess treat Rory like dirt? Yes, but he doesn't do it intentionally. He's out of control of his psychological and emotional state. He has no control over what he thinks and what he feels. He's just getting swept away emotionally and psychologically by his anger, by his sense of loss. Um, 
and he's a very confused young man. And it's, it's heartbreaking to watch because this happens to a lot of kids, male and female, you know, and, and he's just completely out of control. Um, and it's, yeah. This is a question that I have because like when we first saw, saw Jess, like, yeah, we had the understanding that he was, um, like, uh, you know, abandoned and Lucas taking him in and he's had some, he, you know, is rough around the edges, but he was a confident guy and he like went for what he wanted. That wasn't confidence. Well, that's came not off com- that way. That's not confidence. What that's, do you think it is? It's cockiness. Just bra- it's just bravado. Bravado. It's, it's, it's masking massive insecurity mm. and massive pain. That's not confidence. Okay, fair enough. But now when you're, you know, now you're seeing like that whole scene of Rory and him going, you know, trying to go after each other, but mm. then they walk away and whatever. And I'm like, this isn't really Jess to me. Like mm. in the past, he would have been like, hey, why are you walking away? Like he would have saw that and like gone to Rory like he's done in the past. So right now I'm kind of watching it being like, what, why? Why is he like being kind of, a coward because mm. he's never he's never he wasn't raised properly he 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 never saw an example of what normal was growing up mm-hmm. between his mother and his father his father was gone and you know lord knows what his mother was up to when he was growing up right so, you know scott you make such a good point there that he doesn't realize- know what normal is he doesn't know the rules of the game We're he just all- sees something he senses rory can is an intellectual equal. That's what turns him on. She's obviously, right. you know, uh, easy on the eyes, as, as, and she's an attractive girl, and he wants to be with her. He, he, I think he falls for her pretty quickly mm-hmm. and senses that this is a far more stable person. She's a lot like me in many ways, and I love mm-hmm. her, and I want her, and no one's standing in my way. He doesn't take the normal route. He doesn't do the normal things to, to get her. He's, he's a guy who's a maverick, a loner. Um, he's d- depressed. He's uh, full of anxiety and rage, and he just doesn't know how to operate in the real world. He's never seen it. He, you know, his he, parents he, never showed it to him. So he can't, yeah, he's, you know just what I'm guessing, thinking about. he's just guessing at what to do. We're very you know? focused on Jimmy because Jimmy's in this episode and like, should Jimmy have come back? Is Jimmy doing the right thing? Liz, abandoned him yeah Yeah, his own mother kicked him out yeah Yeah. like so i think that we sometimes take jess like you know oh jess he's so smart oh you know this that but like we aren't really thinking about how much damage truly jess has experienced with his situation and luke is trying so hard so hard but there was so much to repair. There's so much to f- help Jess through. So I think, yeah, like when I go like, oh, Jess is being a jerk. Like I'm taking it too lightly. Like this, this is not a situation where Luke can rescue him. Uh, right. He's it's he's it's not possible. The kid needs to be in therapy, and he needs to he needs to talk to a professional, and he right. needs to do it for over a long period of time. Luke is just going to get chewed up doing this. Right. Hopefully, Luke can inspire in him um, the strength to, you know, look in the mirror and and say, "Listen, I need help. I need real help." Because do you th- go ahead? 
Do you think Luke did the right thing or the Absolute, wrong thing no, no. by saying you need to go? Because you're right saying thing. to him, you can do 12th grade again. You can stay here. We're going to figure this out. And Jess says no. And what, what, what would happen if Luke didn't get angry? Right. And sat him down and loved the kid and said, listen, let's talk. What's going And I know Jess is impossible mm. to talk to. But if he just sits him down and says, listen, these are all your choices that you're making. And choices have consequences. So you can do whatever you want. You know, but here's what's going to happen as a result, right? You won't be able to live here because I won't tolerate it. Mm -hmm. And he, I, I think he needs a Luke in his life. Uh, yeah. But not a screaming Luke. Right. And I under, and I understand that Luke is, is, is upset. And I don't think Luke can handle this. I, it's not, it's not something that he's equipped for because he doesn't have the experience raising a kid. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know how to raise a kid. He's never raised a kid. You know, it's right. You raise a kid and you acquire some real special skills that only other parents have. And it's, it, you can pretend at it, but if you, unless you have the experience, you're going to go crazy because to be a parent is to be like a superhuman patience is required. <laughs> And yeah. you can get in a situation that where you, you become so reactive and you just sort of go to this place and you can't do that. Can't do that with a child. Um, so, uh, you know, he's in over his head. He's just in what? over his head. It's, it's, it's bound to fail. That relationship yeah. is bound to fail, unfortunately. And, and it's entertaining to watch. And it's heartfelt. And everybody's mm -hmm. trying real hard. And it's heartbreaking, but it's doomed to failure. Ah, uh, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's full regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. What about um, Jess trying to diss Luke's job? Mm. How did you feel about that? It's just, that's what Jess does. Teenagery. He always, he always does that. He yeah, he's done it before. Says, he's done it before. Oh, but boy, did Luke have the best comeback. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. he put him in up. his place. Yeah. But it's interesting. Why is Luke so defensive about it? Because some you know, wayward nephew made a comment. I don't know. I think him. he's trying to teach Jess. I think he's really trying to teach Jess respect yeah. and Hard work. Um, work ethic. Right. And that yeah. like, you don't criticize that work ethic that Luke has. Right. You're, 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 you're like mocking saying, the working like, man. Right, I'm not I get up at 530 you, every morning, right, pal, right. and I'm paying for your roof over your head. Right. And I'm paying for this and I'm paying for that. And I've given you a job. And I mean, I would kick him out too. I I probably would. I will say, I think that Luke was as angry as he was because he realizes that just like Jess's dad is there, but that's not his dad. And right. his mom's not there. And Luke is the only backbone to mm-hmm. a family that Jess has. And like the second that Luke said, then you're out of here. Because Luke was trying to come up with a plan. Like he's like, all right, yeah. you're going to stay one right. more year. You're going to go through 12th grade again. We're going to do all this. And he's like, no. And he's like, you're out. And when he said that, like you just saw Jess's face. Like I messed. Like finally, I think it took up until that moment to, for Jess to realize like I'm actually messed up. Right. And Luke even says you're going to quit your job. You don't yeah. need to have these jobs. Like I will take care of it. Right. Focus on and school. you have to do this. You've got to graduate. Okay, so here's a here's a question <sighs> for everybody. What what do you think Jess needs right now? Like I, like therapy. I thought he needed Rory. I thought he needed Luke. Like, like what right. does he, he need? He needs therapy. He needs totally. to be in therapy. Yeah. He needs to be either you know private one on one or a group situation. He is not ready to be in adult world. He's not prepared for it. He's going to fail. He's not doing that though. Cause he's on a bus to California. Yeah, he is, man. He's uh, you know, 
It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think he's going to become, you know, he's set up to be, you know, a great actor, a great writer, a great Mm -hmm. musician, whatever. I don't think he plays a musical. Writer, yeah. But I I think he's, he's, you know, he's a guy who's, he's going to be alone a lot. He's going to have a different group of friends. Um, He might not have a lot of friends, but I think on his own, He's smart enough over time to figure it out. And he'll make something of his life. I, I do believe that if he gets away from all of this, and that's why he's going to the coast, man. <laughs> you know, because he wants to be 3,000 miles away from his pain. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, there you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, and then he doesn't tell Rory that he's oh, going. When he he's, just says, I'll call you and then call you. And then he pulls the bag out. What How the hell? You? That's yeah. a selfless move. That's sparing her any further harm he knows that he's toxic he knows that he's harmful Mm, he's a smart he's a smart kid he knows he couldn't hack it even in that little town right even with his uncle helping him out he needed to get away and go find himself and go get his act together and best to do it far away right because he's smart enough to and resourceful enough that he's going to have an a, a well, now apart- he's going to have has, a little apartment somewhere. His dad he's gonna, has, you know, right? His dad has dangled the carrot by making an appearance. So Jess, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Like Jess is going to okay. go find him. Mm-hmm. I I weirdly had like an aha moment, and I just don't know if it's right or not. Do you Say think it. the reason why he was working so hard at Walmart was to have an escape plan? Yes, probably. That's exactly what it was yeah because for a while i was like why is he working so hard right you know mm-hmm. and now it's kind of like that's it oh he had you the california it. in the brain you nailed it but he didn't know his dad was in california but maybe he had escape i think th- i think that he had heard from his mother that your father is in california probably so <sighs> and maybe he got a letter or two right maybe it's a phone call every once in a while but he knew. I don't think so. But. No, I don't know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> First of all, really quickly, I do laugh because even in all the drama of this episode, when Jimmy says, I'm your father, and Jess says, Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And a shout out to Toe Futter, which I didn't know. But guys, abrupt transition here. Are we sure the red coat doesn't mean anything? Because <laughs> the prom dress that they looked at in the window was also bright red. I feel like you know, sure? like you know what it is, and you're like yeah. not telling us. No, what, I don't. I need help. I literally would tell you if I knew, but people are going to have to help. Is there some significant, significant meaning to they these used, things? They used to call British soldiers red coats. I don't know. What, Someone's what giving that. I don't think what, that's what, it. I, I have I one. Sorry, the producer Jackie. <laughs> give us your right. That's not it, Jackie. The red give us your give us your bone to pick, Tara. <laughs> My one bone to pick is how did Rory not notice the giant sack sitting <laughs> next to Jess on the <laughs> totally, bus? Totally, but I guess we didn't notice. It was also Until five he, seconds that she was next to him. I know, but I mean, like it could, could have been under the seat, right? It, yeah, yeah, but like I don't know because she walked towards him when I don't know. And he was all honestly, bound. He was all kind of bound up in his leather jacket, which yeah. I found a little odd too. Honestly, he gave her the bomb that she wasn't going to prom. Right. So, like, yeah. I think that's yeah. what she was focused on. Yeah, yeah he, she's really not going to prom. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then when he said, "I'll call you," and I'm like, "That's because you're leaving. You're not oh, staying around." So oh. rough. Well, the red rough. could mean you know energy, action, passion, whatever. 
Who knows? She was the only one uh, that was appropriate that didn't try to hassle some pallbearers bear, to make a deal. I, I, I skipped a couple important things, too, when they read about Dean's engagement in the paper, which that was a lickety split paper. But I mean, also when Lorelai makes, about? makes the joke about maybe he's just going to grow so tall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole episode was great. Like we could go on for days. It's like. Is there anything that stood out to anybody else that was super significant? I loved that Taylor was handing out uh, the pamphlets uh, at the door <laughs> and said the 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 opening is is now postponed. Yeah, I just he was using that it. occasion. It's like these people are incredibly inappropriate, like all of them. It's you so know, good. it's like it's like Taylor and you know um, Lorelai and Suki or Hassel the only other and Paul things Bears. I would, the yeah. only other things I would say is like now we like. We should emphasize that Lane is going to prom with Dave. Like oh, that yeah. is yes. huge. Like that is, yeah. she, and with Mrs. Kim knowing, like Young Chu's out. You know, like that's <laughs> oh, a poor that, Young Chu. I feel like that's big. It and is. Then, yeah. Um, and then I would say the Dragonfly Inn. I know that's going to be something. Yeah, big. very significant. Mm-hmm. All right. So, in honor of Fran, let's rate this episode on one to ten. Weston's uh, bakery cupcakes. How many <laughs> cupcakes would you give it? I am a 10 out of 10 cupcakes. Oh, really? Are you Whole a 10 dozen. out of 10? I'll go 12 out of 10 dozen cupcakes. <laughs> dozen. I would say 10 out of 10 cupcakes too. It was very hard for me not to watch the next episode. Like yeah. very hard. Right. Yeah. Right. 10 out of 10. This episode foreshadowed a lot coming up. So that's why I loved it. Um, Can we do favorite lines after Scott? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. But Scott, uh, how many cupcakes? Uh, were there any flaws? Is there anything wrong? No, there? there's just like two plot holes. Like we had a couple like plot holes. Um, I'll give it a you know ten. Yeah, ten yeah. out of ten. Yeah, I think it's a perfect <laughs> ten. There's nothing to nothing to complain about there. Who's know? got their favorite lines? I got uh, two. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You got. My you first... only get to do one. You only get to do one. Oh, no, I one. got to do one. No, no, no. You, we'll both. come back to you. Come on. I'll, I'll you're gonna go steal. Last. You're I'll gonna go last. Just okay. in case somebody does my line, I'll one of the two. I'll save it. Right, it's talk. a wild guess, but I think his rhyme rhymes with that was one of mine. <laughs> I did it wrong. Hold on. It's a wild guess, but I think his name rhymes with Tess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Tara. Uh, I like the line where Lorelai says, so not only did you go to a cop-rated party, but you were the cause of the fight that caused the rain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Danielle, one. You get one. Well, Amy said my one of my two, so that's good. My second one was from Dean DeRory when um, when he goes, now you know, have a nice life. Oh, oh. yeah. Ooh, yeah, burn Ooh. right there. Uh, my favorite line was uh, Adam Brody uh, <laughs> saying... Thing. Saying, I'm, oh I'm, I'm so tired. <laughs> that was hysterical. He's just he was up all night. He's all disheveled. Him. He just really need an answer right now. Uh, oh good. Uh, clown pillow at twelve oh eight reemerged. Oh, I really? It. Yeah. Really? Is that right? Yep. It was huh. half of the clown pillow when Lorelai was talking to Emily on the phone. Trying to think if there's any other um, harsh criticism I read on the Instagram this past week. It was coming in hot. It was Um, coming in hot. mm, I think we got to it all, though. They also don't like when I say the criticism on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, they don't like bones to pick. You know what I would love to incorporate? 
what is mm-hmm. fan thoughts for this show oh oh yeah totally yeah nice. so i'd love to like ask on the instagram before on the instagram on instagram before we recap an episode what is, what are your fan thoughts of um the uh, you know keg max or whatever it is and then we right, read right, some right. of them so like if they're different than the four of ours we can incorporate everyone's thoughts right like or that. we take a moment like this week to acknowledge what we effed up from the week before <laughs> Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. All right. Let's let's wrap it up here. Thank you. What's uh, next week? Oh, uh, I know. What am I even asking? What is is next week? Here Comes the Sun. Here Comes the Sun, episode 21, season three. You get it? Here Comes the California Sun. sun, And here comes the sun, Sun. (laughs) S-O-N. All right, everybody. Thanks for uh, joining us, Amy. Sugarman, Danielle, Romo, Tara. I got to get you. I can't call you Ta- Tara S. It's, it's Sudsbox. Sudbaksh. It's really hard. So it's Sud- totally fine. Sudbaksh. There you go. Tara Sudbaksh. Okay. Yeah. I, that should be easy enough. Tara. Um, Tara. Right. Tara Sudbaksh. <laughs> <laughs> the easiest name to say in the world. Um, thanks for downloading, everybody. Love you guys. Keep the uh, cards and letters coming and the emails as well. Uh, we learn a great deal from your thoughts and opinions. We really, really do, and we really appreciate it. Um, so please, please uh, give us your honest uh, assessment of what we're doing here. Um, you're more in control of this podcast than you realize, so uh, we do appreciate that. Anyway, guys, we'll see you next time. Take care. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com, grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. 
For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs>